The Bible Study Podcast, episode 484. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of Proverbs with chapter 22. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on with chapter 22, which has 29 new Proverbs and the beginning of a section that is 30 sayings of the wise. We'll get the first of those six sayings later on in this chapter. It starts like this. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than gold or silver. I'm going to assume here that we're being esteemed for something good, that we're doing that good name thing like your father told you when he went off to college. We've given you a good name. Make sure you don't screw it up. Rich and poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of all of them. While we know this to be true, I think the reason for emphasizing it is don't think of yourself more highly than you ought. There are no self-made men. The prudent see danger and take refuge, but the simple keep going and pay the penalty. Again, we get the idea here of the person who is weighing their decisions. But in this case, it almost looks like he's looking ahead down the road that he's going and deciding, is this a safe place to go? Again, I think it seems very similar to a lot of these illusions we have of the path or the way that we're going. The prudent who is getting off the road because he sees something going on up ahead. Humility is the fear of the Lord. Its wages are riches and honor and life. Again, one of those many things that it's better to be righteous, or in this case, it's better to be humble. It's better to start with knowing where you stand with God and to have a respect for God and that that will lead to good things. In the paths of the wicked are snares and pitfalls, but those who would preserve their life stay far from them. Again, in the past, the paths, the past, the past. This is one of those constant themes we have here in Proverbs, that we are on a road heading some direction. And what it's saying is that the wicked are on a road that is leading to traps, that's leading to snares and pitfalls. And so stay off that road. Start children off the way they should go, and even when they are old, they will not turn from it. This is one of those encouraging verses for those who are parents because it encourages you that if we did the right thing when they were little, the hope is that the kids will stay on the right path or at least come back to it. This verse seemed to be more of that they will stay on the right path. The rich rule over the poor, and the borrower is slave to the lender. Remember, this comes before Hamlet's neither a borrower nor a lender be, but it's the same sort of thing here that to borrow from someone is to put yourself under their power. Obviously, we don't want to be borrowing for things that we don't need, at least. If we're borrowing, we want to make sure that there's a good reason for it. Whoever sows injustice reaps calamity, and the rod they wield in fury will be broken. Whoever sows injustice. So there's one of those many verses that is telling us that we are called to, in this case, the negative version, we are called not to bring injustice. We are called to bring justice, but it's saying that for those of you who are bringing injustice, that there will be trouble. And the rod they wield in fury. Fury is not one of those things in Proverbs that is looked well on, and the rod they wield in fury will be broken, and their power will be broken. Those who sow injustice, those who are striving for injustice, will in the end fail. The generous will themselves be blessed, for they share their food with the poor. 
one of those many verses we've talked about here, that God cares for the poor and those who are powerless and is rather fond of those who do the same. Drive out the mocker and out goes strife. Quarrels and insults are ended. Proverbs is not too fond of mockers, are they? Which is, again, a warning for those of us who can be mockers. Those of us who can get, you know, and I have to say this is a personal one, a little full of themselves at times and start mocking other people, that that can lead to strife and quarrels. The one who loves a pure heart and who speaks with grace will have the king for a friend. This is kind of the opposite of that, right? The opposite of being a mocker, the one who is making fun, is the one who speaks with grace. The one who says, I'm going to treat you better than you have a right to be treated. I'm going to give you what you do not deserve. I'm going to speak words that bring grace into a situation, that that cut you some slack. We'll have a king for a friend. That that will lead to good things. The eyes of the Lord will keep watch over knowledgeable, but he frustrates the words of the unfaithful. It is interesting how in Proverbs, knowledgeable and wise are the opposite of faithful and unrighteous. It isn't just what we know, it's what we do. We see that also in Proverbs, but there is so much of Proverbs since it's centered on wisdom that really measures wisdom by what you do. Right, not by what you know, but what but you do. But it's odd here that we get knowledgeable versus unfaithful. Those don't seem like they're connected. But it's clear that God wants us to be faithful. The sluggard says there's a lion outside, I'll be killed in the public square. That is a weird one. I don't know quite what the sluggard is up to, but it seems like the sluggard isn't then not going outside. The sluggard is afraid to enter in. The sluggard is afraid to venture out, maybe to take a risk. The mouth of an adulterous woman is a deep pit. The man who is under the Lord's wrath falls into it. It seems like we come back every couple chapters to that adulterous woman, that person who is luring someone astray, and that it's a deep pit. If you don't believe that, watch Fatal Attraction again. Folly is bound up in the heart of a child but the rod of discipline will drive it far away. Proverbs is very much into discipline, if you haven't gotten that right, and very much into making sure that we train our children in the right way. One who oppresses the poor to increase his wealth, and the one who gives gifts to the rich both come to poverty. Again, God cares for the poor. Don't pick on them. And then we start here the 30 sayings of the wise, and the first saying here is five verses long, so I'm going to read it all as one because it's considered one saying. Pay attention and turn your ear to the sayings of the wise. Apply your heart to what I teach, for it is pleasing when you keep them in your heart and have all of them ready on your lips so that your trust may be in the Lord. I teach you today, even you. Have I not written 30 sayings for you, sayings of counsel and knowledge, teaching you to be honest and to speak the truth? so that you bring back truthful reports to those you serve. So it seems like the first one is really emphasizing here to tell the truth. A common theme here in Proverbs. Saying two, do not exploit the poor because they are poor, and do not crush the needy in court. For the Lord will take up their cause and will extract life for life. Again, that theme, God cares for the poor, we should too. 
God cares for the powerless. We should, too. Do not make friends with a hot-tempered person. Do not associate with one easily angered, or you may learn their ways and get yourself ensnared. That's an interesting one. Did you ever think about this? Did you ever look at your friends and say, would I be better not to be associated with this person because they are hot-tempered? What Proverbs is saying here, what the writer of Proverbs in this saying number three here is saying is that anger, that temper, is contagious. Better to hang out with people who are graceful. Better to hang out with people who are patient, not just because it's more enjoyable, but because you will act like the sum of your friends. Do not be the one who shakes his hand in pledge or puts up security for debts if you lack the means to pay. Your very bed will be snatched from under you. That seems rather poor. Be careful what you promise, especially financially. You know, don't use your credit card if you can't pay it off would be a very modern way to look at that. Saying five, do not move an ancient boundary stone set up by your ancestors. This is, again, just a different way of cheating. In this case, it's a way of cheating and saying, no, that neighbor's land is my land. Saying six, do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before officials of low rank. The recognition here is that all of us, in whatever we do, should do it well. We should measure people not by the job they do, but how good do they do the job they do. And with that, we're going to end here after saying six. We'll, con- we'll continue on with some of the other 30 sayings next week. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast. We're a theology and apologetics podcast. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.